Blog Talk Radio. Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. I am excited about today's show because we are talking all about how to know what you need to know, even when you can't see how it will happen. It's basically how to know um, that what you're asking for will come to fruition. Um, not you know even if your mental mind isn't completely satisfied with with figuring out how it's gonna how it's gonna go. So um, that's a big topic because and it's one of the biggest stopping points. And I see it even with my most advanced clients and my and our mastermind. Um, it, and it's it's something that's always tested uh, is is knowing. And tonight we're going to talk all about how to know um, how to be able to be comfortable with ambiguity or what seems like ambiguity to the mental mind and how to really switch gears so that you know when you're actually working with frequency versus when you're working with hardcore circumstances. So we're going to get into that in a few minutes. I know uh, that there is a lot going on in the world. In the last few weeks, the last, well, obviously the last year and a half in the U.S., we've had... Um, you know, quite a quite a bit of drama. The last couple of weeks have been, in, you know, even more so. And so uh, the, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because if you're like uh, my producer and I, you're watching a lot of news, probably a lot more news than you've watched before. And one of the big tenets in metaphysical circles and new age circles um, leading up to, I'd say, probably – Right around 2014, 2015, you always would hear a spiritual leader saying, don't watch the news, you'll ruin your vibration. Um, I remember Wayne Dyer saying that a lot. I remember so many other ones, you know, don't, don't watch that kind of thing because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to kill your frequency, blah, blah, blah. And uh, now with so much going on, it feels almost dangerous not to watch. You know, like you kind of need to know what's going on because it's just so unusual and so many, you know, so much corruption, so many, so many awful things. So what I'm, the reason why I bring that up is because a lot of us have got, no matter how energetically aligned you are, spiritually aligned you are, um, there are some things that are, you know, pretty threatening and pretty big going on in the world. And so a lot of us have sort of, not been able to completely put on the kinds of blinders we might have in the past. That being said, it's, it, it puts your mental mind on overdrive. You know, you're analyzing, you're debating, you're, you know, on social media trying to express your opinion. Um, even if that opinion, I see some, some metaphysical people who are getting very righteous about it. You know, oh, I, I don't pay attention to any of this because, you know, everything happens for a reason and all that kind of thing. And there's all different positions on it. People are metabolizing it in so many different types of ways. But what is really happening um, that for today's purposes, the piece that I want to just bring up is that your mental mind is on overdrive. No matter how you cut it, it is. It's watching its back, you know, with all the gun stuff. Everybody, everybody you know, go into a store and not think, you know, who's behind you, who's to the right, who's to the left, who, you know, where are the exits? You know, you kind of, it's just an extra load and your mental mind is on overdrive. Um, and so if that's happening to you, then having that connection to your frequency-based self, your higher self, the other aspect of you, the energetic aspect of you, is more important than it's ever been before in your own personal history and the history of our existence. This is a time of massive progression. It's a time of massive change. And it's a time where you have to pay attention. 
Um, there's nobody who can get away with apathy or who can hide under a rock. There's not a segment of society that's not being affected. Everything from, you know, now we see the teenagers and the kids, you know, stepping up, the little tiny ones from Sandy Hook all the way up to the teens now, and they're, you know, running for office, doing all kinds of things. God bless them. Um, and then, you know, you, there's no ethnicity that's untouched. You know, uh, women and all the sexual harassment, all of these things. There's not an aspect, there's not a, even the environment, the animals. I know they were talking about slaughtering a bunch of wild horses. I mean, <laughs> nobody's they, uh, deregulating um, puppy mills. I mean, even the dogs are affected at this point um, with all the horrible things going on. So that being said, uh, we are on mental overdrive. We're processing, we're analyzing some people are cheering, some people are are horrified, but the bottom line is our mental mind is on overdrive. And so it is really, really important to adopt a practice where you reconnect very deliberately with your frequency, okay? And when you do, um, and I'll talk about a few ways to do that, when you do and you start to really become, you know, frequency mature and frequency uh, advanced and all those you know, I always like to add the word frequency or energetically advanced or energetically ambitious. So you like to use, you know, add the word energetically or frequency to everything because it really does make sense. When you start to engage in that, you kind of put a Teflon around yourself where you're shielded, where you're stepping into your place of choice, your place of creation um, with those choices and really being able to connect your own dots. Now is the time to really invest your energy into finding your own practice of communing with the greater part of you, with your higher self, that infinite part of you. And operating from that place first is your primary. Most of us operate, um, if you're not particularly frequency, you know, centric, you have a tendency to operate from your circumstances, get very caught up in what other people are saying, what other people are doing, feeling very out of control, uh, and then trying to get in control. There's a lot of comparing. There's a lot of competing. You know, there's a lot of second guessing. And then periodically you'll go for a psychic reading or you're dabbling the idea of your intuition or you'll see repetitive numbers and then, oh, there must be a sign, you know, 222, 344, 444, 777 or whatever. Um, and you'll dibble and dabble. Or you'll see a little inspirational name on uh Instagram or Facebook and, you know, you try to live by that quote for at least a few minutes every day when you're thinking about it and, you know, all that. And it's very dibble-dabble. Dibble-dabble in this environment isn't going to get you anywhere. You have to develop a practice, a regular, reliable, every single day, seven days a week practice. You know, when these people say, oh, you can do it in one minute, not so much, not right now. Because you have to figure that whatever you're focusing your attention on is where your energy goes. And if you're spending one minute on a one-minute meditation that you got on a four hours and 59 minutes, 23 hours and 59 minutes on hysteria in the news and family and friends and boss and this and that, what's going to win out with your focus? Where's your energy going? It's going to the hysteria. It's certainly not going to the meditations. Meditation and connection to your higher self and to that greater part of you is not necessarily a magic trick. You know, it's not, these are not like, you know, miraculous things from on high. This is how the world really operates, how, we, what we're, how we're really structured as frequency first, and then our physical follows up with that. And so it's really important to get fluent in frequency, um, the language of frequency. So all of that being said, today we're going to talk about how to step into knowing, okay? And um, I want to just, before I get deep into that topic, I want to have a couple of announcements because I have some um, opportunity uh, to for you to work with me in person. I have a couple of things going on um, coming up, and I wanted to, didn't want to get too far into the show without making these announcements. So I just announced to my advanced group that I have four spots for what we call VIP coaching days, which is where you come to La Jolla 
and we work one-on-one for the entire day. We go out to the cliffs. It, it depends. You can pick a uh, energetically-based session, you know, day of energetic stuff, go out to the cliffs, and we do um, – Vortex, you know, we go to the energy vortexes and we do a lot of manifesting work and really accelerate things, we do a lot of intention work, et cetera. And um, the other option is business stuff because I work with enlightened entrepreneurs as well. So I do have several clients who come to me for um, support with their marketing and their social media and also incorporating their intuitive skills into their business. So the VIP days can be used for either one. I actually announced four spots yesterday. I actually sold several of them already. So I think we have, um, I think I have one left, um, possibly two, depending on the schedule. And they, we design them around both of our schedules, so your schedule and my schedule. It's not a set and stone date, but I have a lot of things on our calendar. So I had designated some uh, some time with some wiggle room uh, for four sessions. So it's one day or two days. You get to choose whatever one you want. And if you'd like information, I'm not going to go into a long, drawn-out thing about it here uh, right now. You can just send us an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com, and I'll send you all the information. Like I said, I, I just had a few. Um, I announced it to my advanced folks yesterday. Uh, a few of them jumped on it really fast, and I have, you know, one, maybe two left. Um, so I figured I'd announce it to the rest of the community. So, um, so let me know. And the other thing that we have coming up is our Summit by the Sea. So, um, again, I have my advanced people are booked already, and I have a few spots left for that. It is the second weekend in June here in La Jolla. It's three days. And we do. We have an R photographer coming, so you get your R pictures taken before and after the event. We do all sorts of activities on the beach and on the cliffs, and um, we're going to be doing a lot of advanced um, IM type work and a lot of advanced manifesting work. So I'll be sending out stuff via email for that for our bigger community. Um, we are three quarters of the way sold out but I would like to open it up now to the rest of our community. So if you'd like to come to Summit by the Sea, um, we will send you an application because it's more, a little bit more of an advanced um, event, and so we want to kind of keep the level fairly high. But uh, I'm very interested to see um, people in person, so if you'd like to come, send us an email again at support at com, and we'll definitely get, um, get an application to you, and we'll get on a quick call and and explain what's going on and see if you're a good fit um, for that. And so, like I said, that's the second weekend in June. And I will be closing registration for that fairly soon because I have to finish all of my logistics, so I don't want to drag it out not know how many people and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So that's it for the announcements for now. I'm going to go ahead and, and move on. Um, but those are two really big things and unusual things because I'm not normally doing a lot of in-person stuff. Um, the VIP days have been very, very good. for. Uh, I know last year we had one gal who did one for Finding Her Soulmate, and, uh, and she came and she we incorporated some of my own practitioners into her day. So she went for a crystal healing session with a John of God practitioner. And she had a dance lesson with Dimitri, uh, my dance partner, because she was, you know, getting into the whole, uh, you know, uh, being led and, you know, dancing and building that whole romance energy and whatnot. And it was amazing. She's doing really well. Um, and dating and all that kind of stuff. So it was really successful, very, very fun. We did a lot of manifesting work on the beach, et cetera, et cetera. So we customize the days to you, but just wanted to lay that out there and um, and send us an email at support.ahamomentsinc.com and we'll, we'll get you more information. Okay, so now let's switch gears and let's talk about knowing. Um, in order to, to really understand... Um, how this works. It's important to understand how frequency and energy works because one of the things that people get confused is they think that their mental mind and their concrete world is the priority. It's, it's, the, it's the leader. And then this energetic stuff is this optional second. Um, and, it, and that's absolutely wrong. It's not, that's not how it is. So we're really these big giant balls of energy 
that happen to take on a small piece of that big giant ball of energy, um, happen to take on a symbol of a body to have a physical experience as an aspect of itself. It's not 100% itself. So people think, oh, we're taught in, the, in religion that, you know, the soul is within our body and our body is the leader and our body is, you know, the temple and all that. And then the soul um, it lifts up out of there. Partly, partly true. We are really the big ball of energy. That little symbol of a body is sort of within that ball of energy. You fill up that body with a portion of yourself, your energetic self, and you drive around in that body like it's a car until you discard it and you move on to the next thing. Now, there's multiple ones of that going on at the same time, multiple bodies going on at the same time. That's the whole parallel reality thing. We won't get into that so much today. But it's important to understand that you're energy first and that you're your higher self first, and that the version, the higher self um, that's in your body are, if you will, is the same, is a part of a bigger, greater aspect of you that's not in the car, that operates on the outside of you, helping you to navigate the world. It is far more trustworthy than your mental mind. Your higher self, your frequency is connected to the energetic grid to the quantum field, it's um, and it you pulse energy and you pulse intention out onto that field, and you magnetically bring whatever you're pulsing out onto that magnetic field back, regardless of bodies, whatever. Okay, so your mental mind has a purpose, and that is just to keep things organized while you're here walking the earth. So it will catalog what you've experienced and it will also take note of what others have experienced and it will also rank and rate and judge experiences are and where they fit in and if they're relevant etc so they it creates points of reference for you your mental mind is very limited to only what it's seen before or experienced before or what it's witnessed other people to have seen and experienced before that's it it does not come up with new ideas. It does not come up with innovation. Innovation, new ideas, inspiration, intuition, all of that comes from the higher self. It's dropped down into your physical consciousness, and then the mental mind takes it and says, oh, my goodness, I came up with a wonderful idea. Oh, my goodness, that sounds good. I wonder if I could do it. And it immediately says, have I seen this idea before? oh, yeah, I've seen this, everybody's doing this, I don't want to do this, because it, it, then it starts to compare. How many people have I seen do it before? Or if you haven't seen somebody else do it before, oh, I, this must be original, because my mental mind has been exposed, been exposed to it before. But there's like 10 or 20 other people doing it. Okay? So your mental mind gets these ideas from on high. Okay? You talk about an aha moment, uh, an intuitive hit, a lot of us call that, and we're in the field, um, you might call it a hunch, you might call it an inspiration, uh, you know, etc. You know those words for yourself. Okay, that always comes from your higher self. And when it comes, we often have a sense, we know that it's not something we've thought up ourselves. It's not something that we analyze, you know, looking at six different other people, then we analyze and then we sort of made you know, we deduce from the analysis that this happened because of that and that happened because of this and this probably could happen if this if history repeats itself and that could happen again and this could happen again. When you listen to the news, I listen to Rachel Maddow, I love her. And uh, one thing she always says, which I thought I think is kind of funny, is she always says to her experts, is this normal? Have we seen this before? Is this normal? Have we seen this before? And then I hours and hours on MSNBC going back in history and looking at everything that happened before and juxtapositioning and justifying and, and criticizing and accusing and all these different things. And this isn't normal. That's not normal. And this is why. And it's substantiating. Blah, blah, blah. It is mental machinations on steroids, absolutely on steroids. And it, is, it creates a mess in the field because it really does get your focus so much in that zone that if, you, if you're not shielding yourself as you're watching it, if you're not sort of buffering yourself or understanding where that really fits in in the greater scheme of things, you can get swallowed up by it. That's the problem. Okay? 
And what that does is you get swallowed up by, quote, reality, unquote, and all that analysis is you drop out of the knowing part. Because you're now you're not getting, you're cutting off that, those intuitive drop-ins, right? You're cutting that off. You're getting very clustered in your mental mind. Your mental mind a huge amount of space. Your mental mind is really like equivalent from, from your mental mind to your intuition. The comparison, your mental mind is like the head of a pin. Your intuition is the size of the planet Earth. That's literally the difference. And people have a tendency to feel that their mental mind is what keeps them safe and their intuition is, you know, is the risky part. And your intuition is by no means risky. Your intuition, your, um, your higher self, rather, I'll talk about what intuition is in a second, your higher self is way more reliable. But because we're not taught to communicate with it, we, and we are taught tremendous amount of um, tools for analysis and drawing conclusions and deducing things from this and that and all that, justifying and substantiating, all of which are very mental processes, we're not given the same amount of training or power or um, attention with our intuitive faculties, which are far more reliable and often counterintuitive to whatever the analysis is. Because remember, whatever you focus on is where your energy goes. And if you keep focusing on how horrible things are, how things get more horrible because it just, you just keep sending that out onto the field. Okay? So, intuition is the language. Like French or Japanese or Russian is the language that swings between your physical embodied aspect of you and your higher self. It's the only language that can be uh, initiated from either side of the veil, meaning that your higher self can initiate an intuitive hit to you. That's why it's intuitive, in, I-N. Okay? And you can set out, out to your higher self based on your intuition, which is setting intention. Right? So you're giving a, a request, command, a focus, uh, and you send that out. And then you can also receive. So the intuition is like a pendulum that swings back and forth, delivering messages and answers and questions across the veil. Okay? So, and that's the veil of yourself. Now, if you grew up with a lot of formalized religion, I grew up Catholic. Yeah. (laughs) God bless it. Um, And I get exasperated only because when I think about formalized religion, what happens is it has taken the energy of the universe, all the creative energy, all of the life force energy, that higher self energy, and it's parentalized it. And it's made it that it disempowers you, like being in the body is, is it from a different disempowered place, and you're trying to, and it treats this greater energy, which is actually quite neutral and really waiting for your command, it gives it a parental voice and it starts to judge. And you're taught that it judges and that you have to do things right and that you have to have faith and you have to trust and you have to, not trust, but you have to have faith and you have to believe and you have to have hope in this thing, in this entity that's going to judge you. And if you do good things, then it will judge you favorably. If you do bad things, it it will condemn you. And then you have to keep doing good things and then hope and have faith and believe that somehow this thing is going to drop whatever it is you're asking for somehow down into your lap some way. And um, that really sets you up because if you feel unworthy, because you felt unworthy to your parents and now if your parents were, you know, you couldn't please your parents, how are you going to please this God? creature who's just like your parents but probably worse because he can do more things <laughs> and bigger, like produce hurricanes and car accidents and things like that punish you right then the whole worthiness conversation comes in when you're dealing with the parental god because that's what comes in when you're dealing with your own parents and they shame they guilt they blame I'm talking about the negative aspects I'm not talking about all the positive things 
do. So don't start emailing me and getting all on me about parents. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to condemn parents. But I'm just saying this is we've all dealt with this, right? Because we dealt with the disciplinarian aspect of it, okay? And we, and I'm trying to raise us and keep us safe, and you know, judging us and giving us their values and, and you know, wanting us to carry on how they think and all that kind of stuff. But that God energy, the source energy, the quantum field doesn't work like that. It's neutral. So the, with the originating source being you, so whatever your dominant thought is, is what you're sending out onto that field. So having knowing about what's coming back is what you sent out. It doesn't require hope and faith and belief like it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with focus. And if you focus and you send, understand the rules of the, the, the grid, and then you focus an intention, you send it out there, and you stay consistent with it, and you focus on alignment. And you use your circumstances not as the dictator of, 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 of how you are, of how things are, but you use your circumstances as an indicator of what your focus is. Because your circumstances are just going to purely reflect what your dominant thoughts are. I noticed that, and then some people say, oh, well, you can't control the government like that. Well, it's interesting because I noticed that when I started to soften my gaze a bit with with politics, I see that the headlines kind of get softer and, and you start to see optimistic things. I notice when I start to get really mad, start telling everybody off, <laughs> the headlines get worse. And, um, and you know, you have the also, and this is a bigger show than today, but you also have the big group consciousness, so you have so many people feeling certain ways at the same time. We're actually in a really good time. I see the turn. I've seen us turn the corner. And um, we're really, I was meditating yesterday and, uh, and this morning, and uh, the messages I was getting is that we're really turned the corner. Like, we're, gonna, we're getting so close to the time that we all came to experience that time of true freedom and true... Um, that that time of love and expansiveness and and you know that intergalactic understandings and we came here for a reason. This is the this is all the upheaval, getting rid of all the old constructs, old structures, seeing all the corruption, seeing all the lies and all the all the things that weren't working, just breaking away. You know, you have to clean out. It's like the breakdown before the breakthrough. And we really have been having a tremendous amount of breakdown. But if you're looking closely. You're seeing what's rising up, boy. I mean, those voices of these kids, oof, you know, it's, 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 it's so powerful. It's so powerful. So now that energy, you know, that from the belly of these kids is just coming up on behalf. It's the newness. It's the birthing. It's the birthing of those younger voices coming through and um, connecting with the older voices of reason and really coming together. So you're going to see a lot of really good swings over the next, you know, 36 months but it has been really rocky leading up to this for sure for some time now so people are weary people are tired you know so it's important if for you for yourself to understand that if you focus on your frequency and you focus on the intention part and you focus on your magnetic emotions so when you see something you try to watch it from as much of a state of neutrality as possible and then you can, you know, incorporate, you know, what can I do in a loving way to send love to this frequency? Can I, can I help? Can I support? Can I make a phone call? Can I whatever? Or can I just, you know, be gracious or pay something forward or, you know, just throw some joy into the frequency? It doesn't even have to have anything to do with the news or Congress. You could be, you know, just uh, give somebody your parking space in, at the mall or, or um you know, give a homeless person a few bucks or, you know, those types of things. Just send a little joy forward. You know, that helps. It, it, it amplifies on the field, you know. Those positive things are times, you know, 10, 100, 1,000. So it amplifies. And this is something that you can do to support yourself during these kind of rocky times. But when it comes to knowing, okay, if you know how it works and it's easy to know that things will come together even if you can't see how they'll happen. Because what happens after you set that intention out and you add emotion to it is you, you um, allow 
the frequency to align with what it is you're asking for. So it's, you know, you're choosing a parallel. Because remember, and this is another key point, everything that you want already exists. You wouldn't even want it if it didn't. And the desire for it comes from your higher self. And if the desire for it comes from your higher self to begin with, then your higher self is already letting you know it exists. So just knowing those rules helps you to trust knowing. Even if you can't see how it will happen, it's downloading in. It's like I've talked about this on the show and in many, many coaching sessions. It's like um, uh, buying an app on, on the on your iTunes store, the app store on Google, and uh, picking it and then clicking on it and letting it load in, right? You know what you bought. You, you've seen the reviews. You know what you're desiring. You've ordered it. And now it's uploading so that you can actually use it and or downloading so you can actually use it on your phone. Well, it's the same thing when you set an intention. And understanding that will help you to step into knowing. Now, what will speed it up faster than anything else is to have a sense of knowing, expectation. Just like when you sit down with your phone and you order that app, you know, you have, you completely know. Oh, I'm ordering this productivity app. You have the complete knowing. And you you click and you know that that thing is gonna uh, start loading in, and then you have this sense of expectancy. It's like oh, you even have a sense of um, to look down at your phone to see if it's all fully loaded in yet. And you also don't expect to use it until it is fully loaded in. When people start their manifesting projects, they, they, they set the intention, they do their vision boards or whatever they do to set their intention, and they immediately start comparing to, you know, oh, well, my friend got her thing so fast, I don't know why mine didn't come in like that. Or they, you know, they start competing with each other or they start, um, you know, looking for signs in the sign, you know, they're looking for a sign immediately. Is this happening? Is it happening? Is it happening? When is it going to happen? Well, when you start to look from that type of energy, because you're looking for proof that it can happen and proof that it can happen and proof that, the, you know, you, so your mental mind can be satisfied, you're literally pushing it away. And why are you doing that? Because you're believing in lack and you're actually having more of an emotional response, attachment to the lack of what it is you're asking for than you are to the expectancy of getting it. So, you want to buy a house, you find the house, you hope you can get it, you believe you can get it, maybe you have faith that you can get it, but you hope, and you, but there's doubt. Hope, faith, and belief imply doubt. It's like, well, I have faith, but belief, eh, I believe, it, you know, it's kind of, I hope, I hope, I hope, meaning it could potentially not happen, but I hope it does. All of that has a very subtle undertone of doubt which will read out on your field and slow everything down. When you have a sense of expectancy, a sense of knowing, a sense of trusting in how the laws work, it's like fluid because there's no gap, there's no resistance between what you're asking for and you allowing it in. And this is extraordinarily important. Now, to know, even if you can't see it happening, there's two things. One is to understand that your circumstances are just a readout of your frequency. So most people think, I've got to make my, fix my circumstances, then I can be happy. And that's actually, I need to be happy, and then the frequency will reflect that. My circumstances will reflect that. So what you'll find is, if you, and if you can't feel happiness about the thing that you're asking for because it's not here yet and you're all confused, go find happiness doing anything else. So, you, you know, you want this soulmate, and when you have this soulmate, you're going to be so happy. But right now you're miserable because he's not here yet. And you're sitting around lamenting about it, and you're talking to your girlfriends about it, and you're asking your psychics about it, and where's my soulmate? Where's my, and he's not here yet, and I'm doing all these things, and I lit a pink candle, and oh my God, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? I don't know where he is. I, you know, I can't go to that movie because I don't have somebody. If I only had somebody, I could go to the movies, or I can't go to that party, or whatever. And what happens is 
you are putting intention out there saying it's not here, I'm lacking a soulmate, that's the intention, and then you're slathering it down like mayonnaise on a bun with negative emotion, which is the perfect formula for manifestation with the grid. It's completely neutral. So your misery is not going to get you any points on the grid toward getting what you want. Your misery will register and amplify and, and it'll just produce more and more and more reasons to be miserable. And then you'll, if you're a circumstantial person, constantly judging your circumstances, it'll keep repeating and repeating and repeating. And this is why people get really stuck. And then they don't want to, they, they feel like they don't know because they can't trust because, oh, you know, it's so risky and their circumstances are so you know, the circumstances are so crazy. And, well, your circumstances are so crazy because you're throwing a whole lot of crazy in there. And when you put a lot of big emotion around it, anger, blame, fear, guilt, you know, all big emotions around it, that's the magnetic part. That's the magnetism. So your circumstances don't matter. Ignore those and focus on your state of being. Focus on what are you... What are you vibrating out? And if you can't find happiness and joy around relationships, stop thinking about it. Go out shopping. Go out, plant a garden for yourself. Go and distract yourself with something that really makes your heart sing. Go play with your kids. Play with your pets. Hit the beach. Hit the lake. You know, plan a trip. Um, you know, get into a really good blog. Distract yourself so that you can get your resonant frequency up. And then as you do that, when you get into a totally different thing, sometimes people go for a jog or they go for, you know, they go exercise or take a Zumba class or whatever, and they notice that they get these downloads while they're in class or they're jogging or they're walking or they're hiking or they're, you know, even talking on the phone, doing something completely different. Why? Because you've gotten out of the way. And then your higher self doesn't have to go through the pit bull of your mental mind that's like, you know, ready with an Uzi to beat down any new idea that comes in because it doesn't see them in the circumstances yet. And you have proof. When you, when you distract yourself and you just say, I'm going to just go and find some joy somewhere. You leave this thing alone right now. That's when people say, oh, let it go, let it go. That's what it really means. Is to let it go, meaning you're allowing it to configure and you're going and you're focusing elsewhere so that you can keep your frequency up. So if you can't get happy about that soulmate because you just don't see him yet, or her, then you go and you get happy about, you know, like I said, maybe you're going to clean out your closet. That's so going to make you feel light and happy and, and uh, efficient and all those things. Maybe you're going to go practice your painting or something. Anything that's going to get your frequency up by any means necessary. That's legal, obviously. Uh, preferably not alcohol, <laughs> excuse me, and, and substances because actually those put holes in your auric field. So it makes you more susceptible to heavier energies. So I would suggest something that doesn't have to do with alcohol and substances when you're trying to do this work. But um, that distraction will help you to get into that sense of knowing. Because when you get that download in the shower or while you're jogging or doing that little thing, and you get that sense of, oh, gosh, wow, that's it. That's that happened to me the other day, and I got goosebumps. I started getting chills just running down my arms. And um, actually, the chills, I got chills like uh, knowing chills, not sick chills, <laughs> knowing chills for like almost 24 hours the other day because I was like, I hit a whole other plateau, and I was like, whoa, something really good's happening, something really, really awesome. It's, it's configuring. I feel it. I feel it. And I was like all happy and bouncy all day because I was like, and I don't know for what. I didn't have any trigger, nothing, ha- you know, had happened. Nobody said anything to me. But I was just, like, really, like, started getting really efficient, cleaning things, doing things, getting things done that I had, you know, been putting off, procrastinating about. And I was like, I, I don't know what I did, but something good is happening because, whoa, I can feel it. I feel it coming. And now it's funny because if you keep doing this work, what will happen is your barometer for judgment, judging all this stuff switches, and you start to start to evaluate your life based on your frequency first and then you notice your circumstances and say oh it's not reflecting yet but it's coming no worries 
You know, instead of, oh, my God, look at what happened today. There's the proof that it's not real. No. You just, you just look at your circumstances with more neutrality. Stop judging every single thing that's happening like it's the second coming or the apocalypse. You know, somebody looks at you twice and is like, oh, my God, I'm going to get married. Or somebody doesn't look at you twice, oh, my God, I'm never getting married. No. If you want to get married, then you, then you set yourself into the, a zone of feeling like you're already in a relationship. Set out, you know, to place math, blah, 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 all that feng shui stuff. Do whatever it is it takes but just stay focused and say, you know what, I'm already here. This person already exists. He already or she already is on the planet. They can see the same moon and sun as I can. Now we can do something together. We can look at the moon in the sky. Okay? They're somewhere. They're already here. So it's just a matter of I'm open to partnership. Do you want to be with somebody who's constantly lamenting about how there's nobody for them? Do you think that's going to be like the magnetic energy that's going to bring them forward? Even if you're in a relationship or in a marriage, you know, and you want to see that person start to shift, are you going to go after them and tell them, you have to change? I didn't sign up for this. You must change. I didn't sign up for this. You're not making me happy. These are the things I need. Why aren't you doing this? I can't be happy until you fix it. Let's go to therapy so you can fix these things. No. Just skip the therapy, go straight to the divorce court. The way that you do it is you, you, you get into yourself and you start to, to find your own joy, find your own well-being, find your own finances, find your own balance, find your own happiness in spite of who's around you, and you'll start to see that person will soften, that person will start to come up from behind on their own, or things will gently dissolve, and you'll find that you'll find somebody better. But the bottom line is it comes from your own frequency first, and you, there's all sorts of versions of people. People don't realize this, but as you change parallels, the version of that person in your new parallel will show up. So you'll find that there's some friends and relationships that as you get you know, further into your frequency education. I've seen this with a lot of my clients, and I know it's been the same in my life. There are certain friends who literally rise to the occasion of my new frequency, and I'm like, whoa, look at, she's saying stuff. He's saying that my mother, oh, my gosh, she's completely healed. It's unbelievable. And these are people who are supposed to be in your life through multiple parallels, right? And they, this, the, the new parallel, so your higher vibrational version of them shows up. And all of a sudden, you're noticed like they have their own volition change and shift. Then there's people who drop out, just flat out drop out of your life. I've had friends do that. And it's because our frequencies are, are just not in alignment anymore. And you know what? It's like, okay. Instead of it being some kind of big brouhaha, it's like a shrug of the shoulders. Like, all right. You don't even feel the association all that much anymore. But you're aware that the person exists. and I mean, you know, I've had some big friendships and things, talk all the time, and then they just drop out. Okay. And it's not one of these big things where you have to have this big conversation and, oh, my God, and get closure and all. It's like, no, it's just not an alignment anymore. So it's like, good, good for you. You know, enjoy your life, do your thing, wishing you all the best. Maybe not even that much. I mean, some things have just, like, dissolved and you don't even care. Right, because you're just so out of alignment with each other that it's, it doesn't, it doesn't, it just doesn't even make sense that they would even be around. And sometimes you feel so much better. It's like, oh, thank God, not friends with that person. I feel so much lighter. And then also, you'll have people come back into your life that you have maybe talked to in 20 years, 30 years, and you're like, oh my gosh, and you feel the sense of familial camaraderie. You feel a sense of connection, and 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 that's because they're part of that new parallel that you've chosen. So there's, you know, what you want to do when you're looking at relationships and people is not to control their behavior or worse yet, arrest your own happiness based on when they're going to change. But uh, what, what you want to do is just focus on creating your own joy, even in the smallest of ways. And... Um, and then move on and then allow, watch what happens around you from there. 
And you'll, you'll find it, it becomes rather childlike. I don't know if I've told this story on the show before, and I apologize if I did, but it's after this conversation. Um, one day I was in the Whole Foods, and uh, I was having like a chocolate attack. <laughs> and it, it was a really long day. And it was particularly, I remember it was a particularly cold kind of day, unusual for San Diego, kind of cold, rainy day. And I'm going through the checkout line, and I'm waiting. And the cashier, she's really terrific. I, you know, I'm in there a lot, so I you know, kind of know a lot of them. Um, she was working with somebody else. And I noticed down on one of the lower shelves, like the kids' eye-level shelves, there was this thing of chocolates. And it was like a Paul Newman thing, and it was chocolates filled with raspberry. And it looked so good. And the packaging happened to be beautiful, like perfectly packaged for women. You know, it was like beautiful, like fuchsia scroll work and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, it was dark chocolate and raspberry. And then, of course, it was, you know, the money goes to charity. And, oh, God. It was like the, the perfect storm for, you know, feeling not guilty about having these things. They looked like um, peanut butter cups, except they were chocolate um, and raspberry. So I pick up the package and I'm like, wow, look at this packaging. Because I, being a marketer, I always notice that. And I, and I will go up to the cashier and I said, have you ever tasted these? You know, do you, have you noticed these? Has anybody commented to you about them? She goes, no, I haven't seen them. Look at that package. That's beautiful. She goes, oh, chocolate and raspberry. Oh, my God. Dark chocolate and raspberry. Oh, my God. She goes, I said, you know, I'm just wondering how they are. She goes, well, you know what? Here. And she starts clicking on the computer. And she hands me the package. She goes, it's on me. You know, it's on Whole Foods. Here you go. Give it to you for free. Give it a try. See how you like it. So I'm like, whoa. And I thought to myself, look at how, you, how high your frequency is. Because it was like this really childlike moment. And she really was a chocolate person too. And she really embraced like the kind of curiosity about this product. I said, well, you know what? I'm going to open them right here, and I'll give you half. She says, oh, because she, she says, I was so hungry, actually. And I said, well, let's split them. So I gave her some, and I took some, and we both, like, kind of, for a second there, like, relishing this chocolate. There was nobody behind me, so we both ate the chocolate. And we're like, wow, this is really good, you know. So then, you know, I said thank you, and she said thank you. And, you know, it was just one of those kumbaya things, total stranger, total, like, you know, spontaneous right in the moment. And I, and, and off I went, and off she went. And... I really marveled in that experience because it was so spontaneous and that showed me how high my frequency was because I was just in a happy-go-lucky mood. And it wasn't because somebody did anything for me prior to that or not. It wasn't because I, you know, got a windfall or, you know, got a proposal or giant rings or anything. It was just, it was just I was in a happy mood. And the field reflected that. You know, you'll notice if your field is reflecting, you know your moods by how people are treating you in the street. If people are cutting you off and, and, and you know, in the, on the highway and, and take a steal in your parking space as you're about to turn in and, you know, the, the cashier is crabbing, check your frequency. Check it. There's something going on. Think about what your screensaver in your head is doing. Are you idling on aggravated, just going over your problems over and over again, having a conversation with someone in your head in a negative way over and over? I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell him, and then he's going to say this, and then I'm going to say that, and then I'm going to call my mother, and I'm going to tell her too. And, you know, if you're going to do that, I'm telling you, people are going to start cutting you off because you are throwing this out into the frequency. Your intention is very intense, and then on top of that, you have intense emotion, and it's, that's the perfect storm to create. That's what it is. You're choosing a parallel and you're choosing drama. If you have drama going on in your life and you want to reverse it, you don't have to go at it head on. Take a breath. Stop. Take yourself on a date. Go out to the aquarium. Go to, the, go to a museum. Do something different. Don't take the same way to work. Don't drink the same exact thing at Starbucks. If you want to pop your frequency out of being stuck, do something different. Sleep on a different side of the bed. Reverse your morning routine. Have your coffee, then take your shower. Instead of taking your shower, then having your coffee, change it up. And that will start to move your brain waves in a different direction. And it will start to unlock some of those neural pathways that get very entrenched when you're habitually thinking, you know, the same way over and over and over again. Okay? 
All right. Um, we have a few minutes left, so I'm going to take a call or two. We'll see if we have anybody on the line. So you, if you want to call in and ask a question about tonight's topic, you can call in at 917-889-2626. It's 917-889-2626. And I think we do have a caller. So Sam, uh, Katrina, if you're still Hi. there. Hi. Hello, I'm here. Hi, Mari. Thanks for talking with me. Oh, you're so welcome. What's your question? So um, my question is I'm, I'm really new to trying to tune into my intuition and understand it and um, trust it. And um, uh, back in August, I had just gotten back from um, vacation with my boyfriend. We were together for a year. It was a great vacation. I thought it was taking us to the next level. And I was in this coffee shop, and I just out of nowhere, I was kind of still relishing in the joy of the trip. And out of nowhere, I just had this random hit, like, you guys are going to have to break up before you come back together. And it was kind of one of those things that I trusted, but I didn't want it to happen. Two months later, he broke up with me. We've now been broken up for four months, and I'm in this place of really feeling like we're going to get back together at some point intuitively, but then I'm concerned that I'm holding on and deluding myself and not moving on um, because I'm just like wishful thinking. And so I'm, I'm in this place where it's like, oh man, there there aren't really signs that he's coming back and I don't want to be in this place of stuck anymore. So um, yeah, I don't know if I, if I should trust that or if I should be trying to move on. Like I, I'm concerned I'm deluding myself. Well, if you, so you've gotten yourself in a little bit of a twist. So there's a couple of things that you're mixing together. The first is good for you, for your intuition, you know, and even consulting with that. Um, And secondly, uh, what you're saying is I can't go on unless he behaves a certain way meaning, you know, that you're in the relationship or, you know, you know, and if you move on, that then that dissolves your ability to be with him. But generally what happens with relationship situations is when you're locked up like that, it actually repels that energy because you're, it's like you're being, there's a, um, uh, a, a law, a cosmic law, you know, like the law of attraction, there's like 12 or 13 other laws. And one of the laws is called the law of paradoxical intent, meaning that, you hold on, but it actually repels. And even though you're not holding on like by talking to him or trying to get back together with him in a physical way, on a frequency level, there's a stuckness in the energy. You literally have stopped your energy from forward motion. So when you stop your energy from forward motion away from him, you also stop your energy from forward motion to him as well. So what you do need to do is move on. And so it's an and. Open, just open yourself up to being magnetic to the most magical, best relationship for you. And that will open up the energy to either you'll raise your own frequency, you move into a parallel of partnership instead of a parallel of purgatory where you're waiting. And when you get into that level, that's just by, you know, placing yourself there through your own thoughts and frequency and saying, okay, I'm moving on and I'm going to know that the most magical relationship is going to come to me and it may be an a, a elevated version of your relationship with him or it'll be an elevated re- version of a relationship with someone else but at the, but it's really all based on your own frequency i've seen um it happen in all different kinds of ways but i think the big lesson here for you especially when you're um first starting out working with your intuition is you get all kinds of hits like that so they can show you the various ways to engage with, and I say they, meaning your guides and angels and all that, Can you know, when you're getting that sort of intuitive education. Do you have my book, The AHA Way? Because that explains a lot in there. Yeah, I did read it. The AHA Factor, rather. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm calling it The AHA Way. That's the website. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so what I would do is I would play with that because um, – and and this this frequency work I do not cover in that book. I'm actually in the process of writing another book um, where I'll be going a lot more into this stuff. But I would, I would definitely 
that's what we talk about when we say letting go. It's not letting go like is in surrender and give up and it can never happen. It's letting go and the, the knowing that the very best thing is configuring and your higher self has it all figured out. So I think um, you're on the right track for sure. You're definitely on the right track. Okay. And, and don't worry, it's not. you don't have to be so black and white, like this is right or that is wrong, and if I don't get with him now, it'll never happen. That's, that's just not the way frequency works. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen starlings flying? You know, those birds that like fly in those huge, um, I, call, I was going to say herds, and those huge flocks. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure. Are they like in New York birds. City? I've, those those <laughs> black birds. And they, well, if you, you can, if you look up, just put starlings flying, starlings flight uh, in Google search okay. on YouTube or YouTube search. And watch how they form. They kind of they're all over a field, and all they all lift up at the same time. They start making all these crazy mm-hmm. formations, and that's how frequency works. Is that sometimes frequency sort of lands, and you're sort of just you're you're kind of quiet, and then all of a sudden it's like this surge based on your intention. That frequency that's just been waiting for focus, it starts to configure, and then all of a sudden it takes flight, dips in it and it goes all in different directions and you can focus that frequency which is what you know is beyond the birth but you can focus that frequency but what I'm saying is that it's not black and white it's not this mm-hmm. is right that is wrong when you are operating in the intuitive arts and frequency the rules are different than in your regular beta consciousness circumstantial you know regular muggle world the, mm-hmm. the rules are different so what you're trying to do is operate intuitively, but judge it from the regular muggle world, right? So you're kind of like, okay. and that's not how it works. If you're going to ask in a nonlinear way, which is what we're talking about, nonlinearity, meaning one plus one doesn't necessarily have to equal two in energy. Sometimes you can just get one and it equals two because energetically you created that. You, know, you don't have to go through this like boom, boom, step-by-step process the way you would in regular physical waking life with energy. So what you're going through with him right now doesn't in any way, shape, or form mean that that your intuition is off and that you'll come back together um, or that you won't, okay? But what will keep it on hold is you saying, I can't do anything until I know this. That will keep it on because you're literally commanding the energy to put you in a holding pattern. Mm. Well, yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I know, it's deep, it's deep, but you're on the right track, so good for you for trying. I, I'm going to have to jump off because we have to wrap the show, but I hope that's been some help. Very much so. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Have a great night. Thanks for calling in. All right, everybody. So please definitely keep in mind that we have those VIP days. Um, you can write me at support at ahamomentsinc.com to get more information about that and our Summit by the Sea also, I pushed back our um, new course that I'll be starting in March called Second Wind. I pushed that back to next week just because I was doing a lot of writing and I wanted to make sure it was right. So next um, next week we'll be doing a preview call and getting the registration going for that. Uh, it's going to be, I, I haven't decided if it's going to be four or six weeks, but it will be uh, group coaching and some private coaching and Um, We're even going to do a live retreat as well with that. So you'll see more of that coming. Check your inbox. And we will end for today. Have a really, really good week. And, uh, you know, just just go easy with yourself on all this stuff. There's a lot going on, even more than normal. So just keep breathing. Take some time out. Develop your own meditation practice, however you choose to to do that. And just, just connect in, and things will definitely get better. So we'll end with my motto which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night.